I'll come along to 98. Now, today I've got a very special guest, David Lloyd, aka Bumble, is joining me to talk about the ashes. Remember, if you like this content and uh, all of the other great stuff that we put out, remember to subscribe and give the like. Without further ado, let's get into it. Morning, David. Good to see you again. You're looking very well. Resplendent in sunshine yellow up there. Yeah, well, it's sunshine yellow, but I, you know, I'm looking at the weather and I'm looking at the weather for the next week as to what it's going to be like at Old Trafford. And I think it's a little bit indifferent. He needs good weather. The groundsman needs good weather to get some pace into that pitch at Old Trafford, similar to the one that we had at uh, Heading. But it's, it's blustery, it's a bit chilly, and we keep getting these thunder showers. Ah. Well, that kind of makes for an interesting game, doesn't it? I mean, the heading lead, you know, the stop-start. I mean, Saturday was a real nail-biter, wasn't it, with the rain delays, and then eventually when we got going, um, it was fantastic action. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Why I mentioned the weather and the preparation of the pitch, it's over in Manchester. I'm the other side. I, I live in, in just outside York. But the weather is fairly constant here. So if he gets good weather, Matt Merchant, the groundsman, will be able to get some pace into the pitch. And so I think when you're looking at the team, Robinson will be unfit. He won't be available, I don't think, um, Ollie Robinson. So that means either Jimmy Anderson, the great Jimmy Anderson, or Josh Tong. So if there's any sort of nibble in the pitch, and, and you know, Old Trafford can, can just do a little bit off the seam, that's Jimmy Anderson. Jimmy will find it. If it's going to be rock hard and quick and fast, um, Josh Tong comes into it because we saw what Mark Wood uh, could do against Australia. Do you think it's almost written in the stars for Jimmy to play his final Ashes test at Old Trafford? Well, he, he, whether he, sees, he won't see it as his final test, I'm sure he won't, <laughs> because he will feel that he's in England's best team. Uh, but, they, you know, they've got a rotation policy, which they've all bought into, and they've got Stuart Broad, who's having a fantastic Ashes. Mark Wood is fit and firing. Chris Walks is Mr. Dependable. So there's a place for one more seamer. And and that's either Anderson or Tong, the way that I see it. And that will be all to do with, you know, the pitch, how they assess the pitch through Brendan McCullum and Ben Stokes. A lot of debate these last few days about selection and... Um... Lots of shouts to bring Ben Folks back into the fold. But it seems to me that a, a hallmark of this Brendan McCullum, Ben Stokes era is sticking by um, the squad and giving and, and, and trusting everyone to come good sooner or later. Were you surprised to see an unchanged squad for this test match? No, I, I would have been surprised if they'd have changed it. Um, quite the opposite. Um, you know, I, the, the number one wicketkeeper batsman is Bearstall. He's had two indifferent matches, but he's coming back from serious injury and I'd expect him to get better with every game that he played. But I'll just read you his stats. Johnny Bairstow's stats. 91 test matches, an average of 37. A strike rate, which fits into McCullum, Key and Stokes. His strike rate is 58 and he's scored 12 centuries. Now, you've got to look at the whole package. And, you know, Ben Fawkes is the number two wicketkeeper. He's probably a better wicketkeeper than, than Bairstow. Well, he is. But the all-round package 
in this regime and with Stokes not bowling, it's Bairstow every time. And I'll just throw another one in. I'll, I'll throw another in. I wouldn't be Robinson of Durham. 24 years of age, average is 36, seven centuries. Now then, strike rate, 63. Wow, so I wouldn't yeah. be at all surprised he plays. He's 24 years of age. Yeah, there's a lot of youngsters. I mean, not, obviously not for this series, but just going forward, there's a lot of youngsters around the county circuit that are making names to themselves. Lou, yesterday, without a fantastic double hundred. Um, I think the future's looking bright um, as we sort of go into the next phase, but that won't happen this year, I don't think. Well, do you know, I, I watched, watched Rue play at Old Trafford and he played superbly well. And then I find out that he's 19. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm just looking at the, the young lad who took the place of Nathan Lyon, Todd Murphy. Todd Murphy, in his life, has played 12 matches ever. Mm. Now, Jay Australia would pick him. He would he would go straight into the team with this record that he's got. We see it differently in England, and he would have to displace somebody. And so they've got Harry Brook into the team. Joe Root's obviously in there. Stokes, is, is, they're all fixtures. But but James Root is is absolutely belting the door down. And it's interesting that that Todd Murphy, who he didn't have the confidence of his captain. I think that was that was quite important. He didn't have his ca captain's confidence, um, and he's but he's only played twelve matches in his life. Now, will he play at Old Trafford? I expect he will do because Old Trafford has real potential to spin later in the game. And just what about the Australians, uh, Bumble? Is it just a function of the Ashes, which is why we love the Ashes—the pantomime, the drama? But is it a sort of a function of that that we're not seeing the best players performing at 100? percent You know, I'm sort of talking about Labuschagne. Even Smith seems to be below par. Um, or is that just because of the 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 sort of the high intensity of this series? Well, the the, the matches come thick and fast, and then you know, you, you if you're an old stager like me, you look at preparation. What sort of preparation? Well, they had one really good game against India uh, for the World Test Championship. But back in the day, they would have played a number of, of counties uh, to get battle-hardened. Now, that doesn't happen. And it's exactly the same for the England players. But it, it's my belief that, that Australia was spooked by the pace of Wood. And, you know, he, he put the wind up them. And the other bowlers gave him wonderful support. And so the best way to keep top-quality batters just under the lid is with that extreme pace. And yeah. there's no doubt that, that he, dis he he definitely disturbed them, did Mark Wood. Now, Old Trafford, um, you've, there's been some fantastic test matches down the years, um, a few of which we've just talked about. Um, what can the viewing and listening public expect from Old Trafford as a venue and as a crowd uh, when play starts in the next test? Well, it, it'll be a very similar crowd to, say, Edgebaston and Headingley. Um, mm. It won't be that sedate atmosphere that you get at Lords. Uh, you know, moving on from that, that in twenty twenty seven, that there are no Northern Test matches, which is utter nonsense, completely wrong. That the hot bed of cricket is in um, 
in the north of England because of club and league cricket in Yorkshire and Lancashire in particular. And it, you know, to, to say that they don't get a test match is just wrong. Yeah. Uh, but so what do they expect at, at Old Trafford? It, it'll be all eyes on the weather for the preparation of the pitch. But by tradition, you will get spin later on. You'll get some spin uh, uh, the longer the game goes on. It'll. I expect it to be big boundaries. The boundaries will be pushed back. It is a super venue. It's a world-class venue. There's another hotel gone up, which will be ready. Uh, but it's so convenient to get from the city centre to Old Trafford. And so it's fingers crossed for the weather. Let's hope we get some decent weather. Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't mind just a little sprinkle somewhere along the line, just to add to the drama. But um, you, I'm assuming you're going for an England win. Well, yeah. I, I mean, the romantic in all of us is that it needs to be 2-2 going to the Oval. Yeah. You know, it, it, in a five-match series, it, it needs to be 2-2 going to the Oval, winner take all. And, you know, I go back to 2005 at the Oval and I think 2005, Shane Warren got 40 test match wickets and ended up on the losing side. Kevin Peterson played unbelievably well. And so it, it got the nation on the edge of the seats. And, and this has potential to do exactly that again. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, I've... I've been so looking forward to this series for a long time and um it's not letting me down and the drama just uh it's just just as usual be expected in the ashes um so yeah and i'm assuming you're enjoying yourself too yeah very much so and and you know the little you look at different areas of the teams and before it all started well what about england's openers they'll get blown away well they haven't actually Crawley, I think Crawley's played really well without getting a massive score. And you can see that the way he got out in that last test, when he was really looking assured, he was very, very disappointed because I think there's a big score in him. I thought Duckett played beautifully at Lords and falling just short of a century twice. And so England's quest is to get number three, which is going to be more in. And, you know, fantastic for the lad to come back into the team and to put his hand up and say, I'll go three. I'll go, I'll go three. It, it's, I mean, that is terrific and, and good on him. And, and you look at Moeen, 200 test match wickets and nearly 3,000 test match runs. Now, now, now that, those are great figures. They're, they're wonderful figures. The other thing is, he is... One of the nicest blokes you could ever oh, wish yeah. to meet. Yeah, cracking. He's such a good lad. He's such a good lad within the team. And you just, everybody is willing him to do well. When he walked out at number three, a headingly, a headingly, he got a standing ovation walking out. You know, <laughs> he's, he's a super guy. Big Liverpool fan as well. Is he? I didn't know that. Is oh, <laughs> massive, <laughs> massive. And that was why when he went, I don't know if you noticed when he was out in the field and he did a sliding stop, which would have been akin to yes. a two-footed tackle, and all the crowd went up. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's, he's, from what I've heard, he's not bad at, at football either. He, he's he's very skillful. When they used to play, they don't play now, do they? They all get injured. Um, yeah. But when you watch them for that, when they had that little ten-minute knock around at football, he he had silky skills. He was a bit Glenn Hoddleish. 
a bit like Glenn Hoddle. And Wokesy as well. Wokesy is another one, wasn't it? He could have played for Villa. I think it was at one point when he was a teenager, he could have gone football or he could have gone cricket and he chose cricket. Well, you mentioned Villa. I've been chatting away this morning to Gabby Agbonlahor. Oh. Gabby's, Gabby's going to his first cricket match at the Oval. And he wants he wanted to know, can you shout and, and, and can you sort of get involved? I said, just think that you're behind the goals at Villa and you'll be fine. So he's <laughs> he's having his first day at Test Match Cricket. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Now, before I let you go, uh, a bit of a left field one, this. I like watching UK Gold and all the old comedies and yeah. programmes they show on there. And last week, and I thought of you when I was watching this, there was a Dad's Army on there, which I'd never seen, where they were playing cricket. And it was Captain Mannering's 11 yeah. against the Air Warden's 11. And yeah. the Air Warden had a ringer. Have you seen this Fred. one? Yeah. Fred. <laughs> it's Fred. Fred turned up on Dad's Army. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you what, I'll, Darren, I'll, I, you know, I, I collect vinyl. I get, I, I like vinyl music and all that. And I've got a doctor friend who had a load of vinyl that he was getting rid of. I said, oh, give it me. I'll have a look through it and see what there is. There's one of them, the original cast of Dad's Army on a vinyl long player. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. So <laughs> I, I like vinyl. Better deck, I've got a. I've got just a, an old, like a dance set going back years ago. So I need a better deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Fred would be enjoying it. Can you give us a little bit of uh, what Fred would make of this Ashes series? Well, uh, uh, I can tell you that uh, I've watched this lad, Mark Wood Bowl. And if you think that were fast, if he's 95 miles an hour, I can tell you I must have been 150. I can bowl faster than that in a Mac and a pair of Wellingtons. <laughs> fantastic all right david i'll let you go many many thanks for joining me today always a pleasure and always entertaining good to chat darren thank you